It is Sunday, March 27th in the NBA, and I'm back with my three best picks of the day. Yo, what's going on, everyone? This is Austin from Calling Our Shot. You can see us in a change of scenery, but we're going to keep getting after it. A recap from yesterday, a one and two day. Davion Mitchell, our lone winner of the day, almost cashes in the first half. He had 18 points alone. Ends up cashing a little bit early in the third quarter. Bam on a buyout. Didn't really have much of a choice. His team got blown out, and I'm convinced the Heat are tanking. From tanking. I don't know what the heck they're doing. And then Vucevic ends with nine rebounds. Not much we can do about that. I know it's been a disappointing March, but continue to do your guys' research. We're going to keep diving in. We got five days left in March, a couple weeks left in the NBA season. We're going to turn the ship right around. Bankroll manage as always. Thank you guys again for all the birthday wishes yesterday. Really appreciate it. There was a ton of comments. I tried to respond to the majority of them. I appreciate you guys. It really means a lot. So if you are new to the Call on a Shot channel, consider hitting that subscribe button. Consider clicking that like button. We really would appreciate it as I think we're 280-ish subscribers away from or 29,000. So we appreciate it. Shout out to our COS All-Stars. We can't do it without you guys. I know it's been a rough March so far. Continue to manage that bankroll. Play your most confident bets, and we're going to get into it. I know betting in the NBA is very difficult right now, but we're going to keep getting into the, today's plays. Um, shout out to our newest all-star, Jill. We appreciate you. Welcome back to the all-star community. If you want to become an all-star, click the join button on the channel or click the link in the description or the pinned comment potentially. And last, just a reminder, the daily videos, these ones that you're watching right now, the audio is being posted on, on podcast platforms. So if you just go to wherever you get your Get your podcast typing at Colin or Shot. You're going to find it. So and maybe you're listening to it right now. So if you are a podcast listener, I appreciate you. Go download, download the audio. It definitely helps us out as well. Let's waste no more time. Hop into the best bit of the day. I'm going with the guy that's very tenacious on the defensive side, Patrick Beverly. We're taking his under 10.5 points, minus 105 on DraftKings. Now, you either love or you hate Patrick Beverly, and you probably love him if you're on your team. You probably hate to go against him, but that's not what we're talking about today. Today, Patrick Beverly and the Minnesota Timberwolves, a surprise team this season, taking on the, in Boston, taking on the Celtics. Now, Beverly on the season, 9.3 points per game. So this is asking for 11 points, which is 1.7 above what he does score on the season. And we know the Celtics have been one of the best defenses in the NBA this season. In fact, they have the number one defensive rating so far. I know they had a tough start to their season, but they've turned it all the way around full 180. And this team has the best defensive rating in the NBA. Now we look at how impressive that is. I, it, it's very, very impressive. And they're trying to go for that number one seed as they have a chance to get up to that as they're only a couple games out of that as the Heat are just absolutely tanking. I don't know what the heck they're doing. But we've seen the Celtics blow out many teams recently, including some good teams like the Utah Jazz. So a blowout is a way that Pat Bev could go under in this one. He's not going to play any garbage time minutes. And for what it's worth, the Celtics are six-point favorites today. Now, there's a couple different ways Beverly can go under. There's a lot of different ways people can go under. But number one is a blowout, like we talked about. Number two, foul trouble. We all know Pat Bev. We love him. But this guy's a guy that if they're calling ticky-tack fouls, this man's either getting ejected or he's getting fouled out in the first couple minutes because he's a very tenacious defender. And well, I don't know exactly who he will guard today. I don't imagine he guards Marcus Smart. I imagine he either guards Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum. I know Jason Tatum has a size advantage, but look, Pat Bev doesn't care. And number three, he just could not be shooting too well. 11 points is above his season average. He's under this line in four straight games. And in 17 of his last 25 games, he's under. And the teams he said it's over against are teams like the Spurs, the Lakers, the Hornets, the Pacers, the Pistons. Five teams, five of those 17, or five of the eight teams he's gone over in his last 25 they don't play any defense. So we look at the Celtics team, obviously a great defensive team. The big three are back with D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Edwards, and Cat. Look, I don't see Beverly getting a ton of open looks, and Beverly is under this line in 35 of 53 games this season, 66% of the time. It's going to be a tough task to get score against the Celtics, who over the last 30 games allowed the fifth fewest points per game to point guards, the fourth fewest points per game to shooting guards. And look, against Boston in his career, 
under in five of his eight games against them. He's only gone over once in Boston in five career games. Positive or sharper books have this under at minus 135. So we're getting a plus EV bet at minus 105 on DraftKings. I'll take it. Pat Bev under 10.5 points, best bet of the day. Now let's move on to another one. It's another 10.5 point line or, or another 10.5 line. We're taking the under. DeAndre Ayton under 10.5 rebounds, minus 115 on points bet. Now, Ayton, I got to give him some credit. Very good as of lately, but this matchup. Not that good for him. Obviously, the Phoenix Suns are at home taking on the Sixers. And the obvious immediate uh, reply, well, he's going to have to guard Joel Embiid today. And number one, you got to think about that's foul trouble written all over it. Now, Aiton can stay out of foul trouble. He can avoid it. That's something he can, he, I mean, we know he likes to go in out and foul in some games. But even if he avoids it, he's still going to have to guard Embiid. A guy that's going to, number one, have the ball in his hands a lot of possessions. Number two, he's going to shoot and end the possession a lot of times. And it's hard to get a rebound when your guy's shooting the ball. Now, Sixers this season allowed the fourth fewest rebounds per game to opposing centers for that exact reason. Over the last 30 games, they're no longer the fourth. They've allowed the fewest rebounds per game to centers. Then the only thing I don't love about this is JaVale McGee is out with an illness today, but Look, the Suns still have Bismack Biombo on the team, and this is Aiton. This is the Suns team that already has locked up the number one seed, already locked up the best record in the NBA, or if they haven't, they only need like one win to get that. And I don't really see them needing to play their stars into the crunch time. Like, if they would it surprise anyone if they just bench their stars in the, at, at, at the end of the game? No, not really. I don't expect that, but it always has potential. At Fred Van Vliet yesterday, just got benched at halftime after the speaker fire, whatever the heck that was. Now, you look at Aiton's performance overall this season, he's under in 30 of 50 three games, 56.6% of the time, and that includes 18 of his last 25 games. Now, the teams in the last 25 that he said is over against are teams that give up a ton of rebounds. The Magic, the Lakers, the Wizards, the Clippers, the Rockets. You get the point. He gets rebounds against teams that give him up. He doesn't get a lot of rebounds against teams that don't give up center or rebounds. And against Embiid, his last three matchups against him, six, five, and six rebounds. The six coming just a couple weeks ago when they were in Philly taking on the process. Now, look, he's not even gotten near that 11. And if you look at people, and you saw him against Nikola Jokic just last game, Seven rebounds, five fouls. Now, I'm not necessarily banking on foul trouble here, but it is a recipe to go under. And we've seen the last in his last three games against the Nuggets and Nikola Jokic, just seven, eight, and six rebounds against him. Obviously, the Nuggets are one of the teams that allows the fewest rebounds per game to centers. Now, out of the last 25 centers to take on the Sixers and play 25 plus minutes, which is what Aiton should play today, I just wanted to factor out all the guys that play like 10 minutes because I don't want to count their stats towards this. Out of the last 25 centers to play 25 minutes against this uh, Sixers team, only three of them have hit this over 11, 11 plus rebounds against this team. Number one, Nikola Jokic, he had 13 rebounds, which is below his season average. And obviously this guy that's second in the league in rebounding, it's not what Aiton is. Wendell Carter Jr. had 12 rebounds, so he hit the over. He didn't even guard Embiid. That's Mo Bamba. So if you look at the Sixers game logs, you see a lot of guys, the power forwards, which would be Wendell Carter Jr. in this position, got a ton of rebounds because they're not guarding Embiid. The other guy would be Robert Williams. He had 14 rebounds, same exact scenario. Al Horford's the guy that guards Joel Embiid. You just see Robert Williams chilling in the paint and grabbing all the rebounds. And that's what Aiton will not be doing today. He'll be guarding Embiid. Now look, I think the 10 and a half line, a little too high for DeAndre Aiton. So I'll take his under 10 and a half rebounds. I still think he can score the basketball today. Still think he could maybe go over his eight to 17, 18 and a half point line, but I don't think he's getting the rebounds. I don't think he'll have them on the offensive side, which is normally what he needs to hit that uh, this over and rebound. So we'll take Aiton under 10 and a half rebounds. So moving on, let's talk about a couple leans that I have. Now we don't have a lot of lines for some games, and so 
Didn't really want to force a play into the next Pistons game. So I want to talk about Miles Bridges. I like his over 20 and a half points today, which is minus 104 on FanDuel. Now this is a lean. I'm going to add another play in the pinned comment section down below. So definitely go check that out. Don't really want to force a bet onto this one because this line could change because only two bucks have a line, FanDuel and points bet. So this line could be 20 and a half right now. could be 19 and a half by the end of the day. So I don't want to force a bet into this one, but Miles Bridges and the Hornets in Brooklyn taking on the Nets. And Miles Bridges has scored 30 plus points in three straight games against the Nets. He wakes up and wants to go at, uh, at Kevin Durant, so I respect it, and so I'm not necessarily sure I'm going to add it, but I think Miles Bridges has another good game today, or maybe they change it and make him make him more of a passer today. We'll see. That's why I don't really want to uh, bank on two teams. Now, you could say a blowout in this game, but we just saw the Nets blow out the Hornets just a couple weeks back, and the Hornets came all the way back, kept playing their their studs. They were down like 34 at halftime, as I think that was Kyrie Irving's 50 or 60-point game, uh, or 50-point game, and so I still think Miles Bridges has a good game today, but not sure if I'll add it in that game, but we'll see exactly as more books release their lines. Now, I'm looking at that Pelicans-Lakers game. I'm going to wait for some lines because, one, we don't know if uh, Brandon Ingram's playing. We don't know if Bre uh, LeBron James is playing, and those are two big guys. But if both those guys, if, we, if LeBron is active, which I think he will be active, we might be looking at Westbrook's over and assists again. I think Westbrook can get that over. I think it will be about six and a half a line. But if Westbrook's if Westbrook's only guy active and LeBron's inactive, I'm not taking Westbrook again today. Now, we obviously just saw DeJounte Murray have, I think, 13, a bunch of assists versus uh, Pelicans roster. And then, obviously, if Brandon Ingram's out, CJ McCollum, Another guy that we'll be looking at is points plus assist line. It's obviously been crushing it recently Recently, without Brandon Ingram. I think he crushes it against a weak Lakers defense. And then the last game I'm going to look at, Wizards versus Warriors. I'm looking at Jordan Poole and his points plus assist line or Clay Thompson's over in points or threes. Both these guys playing pretty well as of late without Stephen Curry. Draymond Green's obviously active. Wizards aren't that good. But we've seen the ways Warriors kind of blow a lot of games. So I think the Wizards, this game might be closer than people think. I mean, the Warriors have not been blowing out teams. But Jordan Poole been playing very very well. I don't really think the Wizards have much to stop him. So we'll be looking at both of those two guys. I think both of them will have pretty good games, but I want to see exactly what lines they get. And if they don't, if the lines aren't favorable, we're not going to force a play just so we have three in the day. At the worst, we'll have our two plays, Pat Bev under 10 and a half points and DeAndre Ayton under 10 and a half rebounds. We'll see if we add a third play. Check the pinned comment section down below. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at calling our shot. Hopefully we have a profitable day. I'm feeling the picks today. We'll take some more unders as the closing weeks of the season go on. I appreciate you guys for always tuning in, showing all your support. I know it's been a rough market so far, but we're going to keep turning it around. We're still profitable on the season, but I know if you just discovered our channel in March, you're like, this guy stinks. And I don't blame you because I have not been that great this March, but we're going to turn it around. I promise you that. I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.